Hello and welcome to the Hustle with Heart podcast, helping entrepreneurs align results with God's truth. This is Erin Harrigan, the Hustle with Heart coach and your host for our weekly podcast designed for God-centered entrepreneurs who seek to build a business that honors God and serves His people. Welcome everybody to episode eight. The title of this episode is Stop, Drop, and extol. So you remember when we were kids, we were taught to stop, drop, and roll. And as I started to put together the content for this episode and really thinking about God's glory in our story, I don't know why I thought of stop, drop, and roll, but it came to me to change that to stop, drop, and extol. So I am really excited to share with you guys this week what it looks like living in God's glory within our story. So I want to ask you if perhaps you've hit a wall where you've created a story for where you are because of that wall, or maybe do you feel like you're overthinking what your action should be or fearing the outcome with what ifs? What if I make that call? What if I ask that person? What if, what if, what if? But the answers to the what ifs are all negative answers versus what if it does work? What if it does turn out? Are you trying to bridge faith and business and sorting out where Jesus fits in the idea of success? So today I want to really address this, but we're going to get there. I just need you to hang tight with me because I'm going to skip around a little bit on this path to seeing God's glory in our story. So first things first, Our story is not a bad thing. Having the story is not the problem. It's how we use it that matters. Are we using this season of sowing where we feel like we're constantly reaching out in our business, but we're not reaping, we're not harvesting yet? And are we using that to write an ending of limited harvest reaping? Are we believing that the harvest will be minimal or that it will never arrive? Are we reliving in fear the past disappointments that we've had when we've sown in our business and wondering how it can be different when we are the common denominator in those situations? And are we dishonoring God and what He's delivered us from in our life by questioning and not trusting? There is a fantastic song I recently posted about, and Part of the song says, I've seen you move the mountains and I believe that you will do it again. But are we not believing or are we not trusting that he will do it again? So we're questioning in this season of disappointment instead of looking back and seeing how he has delivered us and counting on that. Or are we discounting his strength and power by wondering how it could possibly done or be done or thinking It's only based on our work. So how much more work can I do? All of these are questions that I wrestled with a few weeks ago. And as the vessel that God has called me to be, uh, a vessel of his insight versus my eyesight, it is my mission to let my hindsight be your foresight. And so therefore, my hope is that this really resonates with you in this podcast episode and that it helps you. And I hope that you will get down after you listen to the episode and place some comments in the space allotted for that. So here's the deal. 
often in our business, we are wondering when things will take off and how they will take off and what will it look like. And then we look backward and think, well, but what if that happens again? What if the, what if people come to my business and they leave? What if I lose the income, the title, the rank that I had because I've lost it before and what if that happens again? What if I go down this financial path and, and it doesn't turn out because in the past it hasn't turned out? We let our journal, our journey become our story, which is normal, but then we spin that tale of woe over and over instead of learning from it and moving forward. If you watch any amount of sports and you learn of some of the comebacks, I mean, even the recent comeback of Tiger Woods at the Masters, you will learn that so much of it has been a shift in how they think about the story and how they rewrite the story and they create new chapters in the story. That's what I want to give you today so that you can move forward confident in the strength of God and what he has given you in your business as a vehicle to build his kingdom, but mostly where his glory comes from in your story. So this is where we get to this stop, drop, and extol. So let's take a look at the first one, which is stop. So awareness is step one. So stop in your tracks and become aware I became aware this week um, of my story and how I was not actually following the acceptance and allowing the full breadth of all that God has delivered me from. I was still questioning, not trusting. I was I was telling myself what if, um, but questioning, can I actually do this? Will I actually do this? So the first thing to do in this awareness is to stop. Stop spinning the story. Stop living in the story. And for those of you that like to take notes, I'm going to have some one, two, and three for you. So first of all, how do you do this, right? Because I can tell you these things all day long, but I want to tell you how you do it. So how do you stop spinning the story negatively and how do you stop living in it? And the first thing that you need to do is you need to remind yourself of a few things. So first of all, you need to remind yourself of who you are. In Colossians 2.10, it says, in him you have been made complete and he is the head over all rule and authority. So you are made complete in him. In Ephesians 2.10, it says that we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand so that we would walk in them. So first you need to remind yourself of who you are and easily turn to the Bible and look at Colossians and Ephesians and see who you are. The second thing that you have to remind yourself of to stop living in this story is you need to remind yourself of who God is. And in Hebrews eleven six it says, And without faith it is impossible to please him, for he who comes to God must believe that he is a rewarder of those who seek him. So reminding yourself, he is a rewarder of those who seek him in Hebrews. But I'm going to take you also back to the Old Testament and Deuteronomy 7, verse 17 and in reminding yourself of who 
God is in Deuteronomy 7.17. If you should say in your heart, these nations are greater than I, how can I dispossess them? Understand that it is him that comes to us and that provides us with what we need. And this is what Dr. Charles Stanley says, when God calls us to some intimidating work, we are not to focus on our own abilities and strengths, but on his limitless power and grace. We succeed only when we align ourselves with him. And that's exactly what I teach as the Hustle with Heart coaches. How do we align ourselves in our business with him? So remind yourself of who God is. And then remind yourself of what he has already done in your life. So in Deuteronomy 8, um, verses 2 through 18. I'm not going to read all of this to you, but I'm going to pull out a few things. Remember, this is in verse 2, that the Lord your God led you all the way these 40 years into wilderness to humble you and test you to know what was in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. Here, of course, he's talking to the Israelites, but it goes on in verse 11. Beware that you do not forget the Lord your God by not keeping his commandments, his judgments, his statutes, which I command you today. In 12, lest when you have eaten and are full and have built beautiful houses and dwell in them, when your herds and your flocks multiply and your silver and your gold are multiplied and that all you have is multiplied. 14, when your heart is lifted up and you forget the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. You've got to look back, guys, and see all the things that God has already done so that you can say, I've seen you move and I believe you will do it again. I had an instance recently where I actually pulled out my journal from 2018. April 4th, 2018 was the entry when I was face down on my family room floor and crying out to him for a multitude of things in our life. And to look here a year later at all he has done. And I actually posted that on a whiteboard in my office so I could see it every day so that I'm always reminded to stop in the tracks of my story and remind myself of what he has already done. The second thing here of how do you stop is to be aware of him and his promises. So in Deuteronomy 20, verse 1, you hear me turning my pages because that's where I'm headed. Deuteronomy 20, verse 1, it says, When you go out to battle against your enemies and see horses and chariots and people more numerous than you, do not be afraid of them, for the Lord your God is with you, who brought you up from the land of of Egypt. So again, remembering that he can deliver us from his enemies, his presence energizes us and empowers us to accomplish anything that he calls us to. And then the third way that you can stop in the tracks of your story and stop discounting his power in your life is to seek him, worship him, obey him, and listen to him. This is a battle plan that an amazing leader um, in my network marketing business of Arbon provided to us a couple of years ago in a webinar series that those four things are how we stay clearly connected to him. Seek him first, worship him in all good and bad, obey him in what he's called you to do, and be sure that you stop talking and then you listen because that's important. The fourth thing that you can do is stop thinking that you need to be someone else 
to do what you've been called to do. Stop thinking you need to be that leader over there who does things so perfectly or so you think. Stop thinking that you need to show up a certain way. Guys, be who God has called you to be. Stop letting the world define who you need to be and stop letting the world define who and what success means for you. Yes, there are measurement milestones in success, absolutely. But don't let that define you, okay? So that's how you stop. The second piece of having his glory acknowledged in the midst of your story is drop. So remember we said stop, drop, and extol. So drop, drop the attachment to outcome. Stop worrying about what the outcome is gonna be. Take the action and let the outcome be his. Stop and drop the attachment to being legalistic or black and white. Surrender the timing. Surrender what it's absolutely got to look like. Surrender what it should be. Not the potential of what it can be. Not the potential of what can happen when you build his kingdom and when you sow the seeds. And not what the vehicle is that he's given you, because clearly he's given you a vehicle for a purpose. But drop what it must look like. How do you do this? Well, the first thing is, Drop the pull to define success the way the world defines it. How does God define success? We've done a podcast on that. Go back and listen to that. The second thing is drop the mic. Here's what I mean by that. We do so much talking in prayer and not enough listening. Not enough listening. So drop our, drop our own mic and listen to what he has to say. Let him talk. As I like to say, shut up and listen. Now, long ago in sales, I had a sales manager who said, ask the question and shut up. <laughs> so ask the Lord and then drop the mic and let him talk. All right. The second thing is um, drop who you're letting and allowing to speak life into you. What are you listening to? What are you reading? Who are you paying attention to? Evaluate those things and drop those things that are not supporting what it looks like to build a God-centered business. A few things that I listen to. I listen to Dr. Charles Stanley um, and the In Touch Ministries. I listen to Stephen Furtick, Elevation Church. I listen to Bethel Ministries. Uh, I listen to Craig Rochelle. I listen to Proverbs 31 Ministries, Lisa Turkhurst. Those are the things that I want pouring into me as I build a God-centered business, all right? So we covered stop, we covered drop. Now we're going to cover extol. So instead of roll, we're talking about extol. The definition of extol is to praise enthusiastically. Did you know that? I didn't know that until this idea of stop, drop, extol came to me from the Holy Spirit. So if that's the definition, we need to extol the Lord and what he's delivered us from. We need to praise and acknowledge him for his deliverance, his work in us, and the gift of our business to live out his call for our life. We need to extol the purpose that he has for us, as we talked about in Ephesians 2.10, which he has already laid out before we were even born. We need to extol the spiritual gifts from the Holy Spirit. In 1 Corinthians 12, verses 1 through 11, it talks about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. If you've never taken a spiritual gifts inventory, I highly recommend that you do that. 
Um, you can find those online. Um, if you contact me, I can put you, uh, share a link with you from my church. But the spiritual gifts inventory allows you to understand who God made you to be. What are the spiritual gifts that he gave you when you accepted Christ? And then how do you put them into action in your business? Extolling the Lord also means to be focused on service versus striving. Who are we serving in our businesses? How do we hustle with heart? That's what I coach. It's about being in daily gratitude, right? Really sitting down daily, even if it's for five minutes, but being consistent in our time to praise Him and to praise Him to, for bringing to mind what you need to surrender, what you need to let go of, what you need to do differently as a God-centered business owner. Praise him from, for interrupting your journey to redirect you and your focus. Praise him for showing you what you need to let go of to grow in him. Praise him for the no's. Praise him for those who left your business because it saves you time and energy. We like to say in Arbonne, God's rejection is God's protection. So praise him for the times that people say no because it means you can move on to something different. And being bold in praising him. Praise him when you're on a stage. Praise him when you're in the middle of being recognized. Extol him in all that you do. The last thing that I want to leave you with, this was so powerful when I came across this, in living in our story, is in Deuteronomy 1.16. And this, I don't know about you guys, but I mean, this kind of stopped me in, in my tracks. And it says, <clears throat> uh, where is it? You have dwelt here long enough. You have dwelt in your story long enough. How are you seeing his glory in your story so that you can move forward to have the impact that he has called you to have? So that's our episode eight, Stop, Drop, and Extol. Thank you for joining me. And I'm looking forward to you guys tuning in to episode nine. See you soon. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of the Hustle with Heart podcast, helping entrepreneurs align results with God's truth. If you're looking for a coach to help you pursue success God's way, or you want to connect with Erin, you can find her website at erinharrigan.com or connect with her on Facebook as the Hustle with Heart coach. Follow her on Instagram at Erin Harrigan Entrepreneur and help us spread the word about success God's way by sharing this podcast with your friends. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a weekly episode. 